Hello, everyone. This is Michael Fanning with Ask a Windermere Coach. And on occasion, I'll be joined by Nick Hansen, Doug Simcock, and Eric Thompson. On this podcast, we want to talk about how to create great work-life balance and epic customer service in the real estate industry. We hope you enjoy our podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, this is Michael Fanning and welcome to Ask a Windermere Coach. And this is our podcast where we take content that tackles some of the toughest real estate questions. We give you detailed answers and proven solutions to some of the biggest challenges facing realtors today. And so here we are in 2022. So today I want to talk about flow or what we call the frequency of interaction. You know, in 2022, having a business uh, that is in a place of what we call abundance, meaning that's a business that you enjoy, meaning you're working with clients you want to work with, you're working with the idea that you're getting referrals and you're having work-life balance and you're not frazzled, you know, like a candle burning from both ends. Uh, the data shows, unfortunately, that in our business, we have a very, very small percentage of agents that actually work like that. And there's a big reason for that. And I'm going to kind of cover what I call the trifecta of uh, effective flow or frequency of interaction. And I'm going to walk you through it. And really, if you think about it, it's the quality of how well you create interaction with your clients that creates strong, lasting relationships. And I'm going to give you a little example of that. And something that we do in coaching, and I'm just going to walk you through this. So if you had a database of people right now, let's say you just gave me a name of you had A clients and you gave me a name of your 48 clients. You said, these are my A clients, Michael, here's their names. So I pick up the phone and I call them. I said, hey, I'd like to have lunch with you. Now we do this exercise in Ninja. We do this exercise in coaching. And I'm just going to say these things. And I want you to think about this for yourself. And I want you to think about this as it pertains to your clients. So in our brains, we all have, if you think about little boxes, so our brains have these little boxes. And so for example, for me, <clears throat> I own a uh, Ford pickup truck. So if somebody said to me, hey, what trucks do you like? Without hesitation, I'm going to say Ford. Why? Because Ford is valuable to me. Ford is relevant to me. Ford has been consistent in my life, right? And so Ford owns that box in my head that is there for truck. Um, if you said, hey, uh, where do you get your coffee? And I'd say Starbucks, right? And I would say that quickly. Hey, uh, what type of smartphone do you like? I have a Apple phone, right? An iPhone. And if I did this to you as a group, you guys would all have these uh, companies that would come to your mind instantaneously because they live in your readily accessible memory. Well, guess what? All your clients have a box in their head as well that's related to real estate. And here's the question that you have to ask yourself. So let's go back to my scenario. So I invite your clients out for lunch. I sit down in front of them and I say one, I'm going to say two words to you. I want you to see what comes to mind. And what I would say to them, I'd say real estate. Here's my question. Are they going to say your name? 
right? Are they going to say your name? And if they don't say your name, we have a problem. And the problem is, is that you are not valuable to them. You are not relevant to them. And most importantly, is you are not consistent. The stats and the data will show you that the majority of real estate agents leave their clients at the closing table. In fact, a very small percentage even market or engage with their clients consistently. And here's the mindset. They say, well, they close on their transaction when they're ready to buy another home or do something in real estate, they'll contact me, which is not true. In fact, you can look at the stats from 2021 buyer and seller profile, and it will tell you that I think the number of buyers that were satisfied with their transaction but did not use their agent again, I think the number that used them again was like 13%. So what is that? That's close to 80, what, 87% of buyers did not use their agent the next time around. And I think on the selling side, I think only 29% of sellers uh, use the agent again. So again, not good, not good at all. And I will tell you, just, and I'm not judging, I'm just reporting. I can tell you in my neighborhood where I live, I do not have an agent who successfully markets to me consistently with value added information. Just doesn't happen. And I honestly, I mean, there's a lot of real estate offices around my neighborhood with a lot of agents in there. And I got to believe somebody's figured this out, but unfortunately they haven't. And so what I want to do is I want to boil this down for you because I want you to think about this. I want you to think about um, right now, if you want to have that work-life balance and have that business you want, it really comes down to contact. And there's kind of three areas that I want to talk about that I feel are important. And when we coach our clients and when we see, and by the way, this isn't stuff I'm just making up, right? This is stuff that's tested. It works. It's from some of the most successful agents out there that are doing this, that are having phenomenal work-life balance and they're doing these things. And this is not rocket science, right? And so the first thing is just, let's cover the four areas. So if you're going to market, right? If you're going to send content, whether it be digital or in social media or in the mail to a client, let's think about this. Number one, does it have value, right? If you look at it and you don't see value in it, then why are you sending it out? Number two, is it relevant to me? You know, one of the things that I've been doing this since what, 1997, you see people who go, I do just listed, just sold postcards. And I get it. You can get business from that. I'm not saying you can't. But the question is, if that home that's sold is not in my neighborhood, but you send it to me, it's not relevant to me. Okay. The other one is consistency. And I think if I were to stack rank these, consistency is right up there. Is how frequently are you engaging with your clients? And there's so much infrequency that goes on in our business. You know, I've got, uh, I can't even tell you their names, but there is a team in my neighborhood that sends out a newsletter twice a year. And I can see the newsletter in my head, kind of what it looks like in the colors. I cannot tell you the names of the agents nor the company that they work for, but I do know that I get it. So it's not effective, but they're sending it out and they're paying money to have it sent out. I know that, but it's not doing its job, right? Because it has no consistency in any way, shape or form. And then the last one uh, out of the four, so we got valuable, relevant, consistent. Here's the one. Is it educational? Are you teaching me something? Am I learning something that I didn't know? You know, when you think about how we give things value, it's when there's something I learned that benefits me. Not about how great you are, 
oh, look, I sold another home in your neighborhood. If you want a free CMA, let me know. Why would you send something like that out? This doesn't make any sense. Yet it is uh, the majority of the, of the stuff that's getting sent out. That's the stuff that I'm seeing. And when I ask around to my neighbors and my friends and people uh, that I engage with on a regular basis, hey, what are you seeing? What are you getting? It's the same stuff. And it really hasn't changed. So what I want to do is I want to kind of lay the groundwork and talk about this. So we call it the trifecta. And so I'm going to break this down into three easy categories. And I'm going to give you some examples in each one of the categories. And I want you to be really honest with yourself and ask yourself, are you doing this? Because here we are, 2022. Today is... Uh, you know, it's the second, it's the second week of 2022. And one of the questions I ask coaching clients is, do you have your flow up and running? And I have some people that say, yes, it's running. I have some people say, well, I'm still working on it. Well, it's the beginning of the year, right? There's 12 months in the year. And each one of my clients should be getting a minimum <clears throat> of 36 touches in the automated side of my flow. And if you don't have it turned on, you're missing out on missing out on opportunities. So let's so let's break this down. So here we go. Number one in the trifecta is called automated flow. The key to this is automation, and it should be automated so that each one of your clients is getting three touches a month, and you can decide uh, the breakdown of that. It could be two that are mail based and one that's digital, or it could be two that's digital and one that's mail based. But here's what I'm going to tell you. We have a lot of people that are now migrating to the digital world, but the problem is uh, they do it because maybe it's less expensive, but it doesn't have the impact because it's overloading my inbox. And if it's not, a, if it doesn't have value, it doesn't have relevancy and it's not consistent, I'm not opening it, right? So let's talk about what we know that does work. So I'm going to give you some ideas here. And by the way, we're not talking big dollars, right? When we're breaking this down and let's say I've got a database of 200 people, I'm spending between four to six dollars per client per month. So if you if you were if you were to break that down and do and do the math on that, right? So if you say, okay, so I've got a database of 200 people, uh, and I'm going to spend four dollars on each one of them <clears throat> every month. So that's eight hundred dollars. Uh, multiply that times twelve months. So that's an investment of nine thousand six hundred dollars. So let's say that my average uh, my average sale price in my neighborhood is five sixty. And I get a listing from doing that. Folks, that's an amazing return on investment. <clears throat> pretty pretty phenomenal return on investment. So let me give you some ideas. So let's talk digital first. So if I'm going to do some digital types of automation, I got to tell you at the top of my list today is HomeBot. Uh, for those of you with Windermere listening, um, we have a relationship with HomeBot, homebot.ai. It is uh, an email that I get every single month from my mortgage broker, and I open it every single month because it has great information on my home, and not just my home, but my investment properties. And in addition, it has great information on uh, my mortgage on each one of those properties. And uh, it just comes into my inbox. I open it up, and it's branded to my agent. I think the open rate on HomeBot, when we look at it, is in the high 70s, 70 percentile of people that are opening that up. So and that's, that's an easy one, right? I can plug in up to, I think, uh, with Windermere, if your office is participating, I think it's 10 bucks a month. And you can plug in up to 500 contacts into the tool. And they've got widgets for your website. Uh, a really, really great tool. Guess number one. Number two is Lolo Gifts. 
Um, Lolo GIFs is a tool that is uh, digital where it actually sends a actual gift, if you will, via text on your phone. So for example, there could be, let's say a local bakery in my neighborhood that Lolo has established a relationship with. And so I get a text that says, hey, uh, your agent X has just sent you a, uh, a certificate to get your free loaf of bread at Panera, right? Just go in and show them the code. And that can happen every single month. And I can plug my clients into that. It's got a dashboard. It's got a high open rate. Uh, it's a good contact piece. It also supports local businesses. So Lolo is another great one. And by the way, this stuff that I'm talking about, for those of you with Windermere, if you go to the Windermere Hub and you were to go in and type in, in the search tool HomeBot or go type in Lolo GIFTS, L-O-L-O-G-I-F-T-S, you're going to see all kinds of great information about how you can uh, use these tools. Right, so so those are some great digital tools. Let's talk about uh, let's talk about just simple mail, and I will tell you that mail today is still has a high impact because it uh, gets looked at, right? And if it has some value and it's relevant, it's going to be looked at even longer. So one of the ones that's an easy one to use, uh, I believe it's I think I want to say ninety seven cents a copy if you're sending up to four hundred and ninety nine, just below five hundred. If you go above five hundred, I think it drops down in price, and it's home update now. In Windermere, we have home update paper, right? So it goes out via the mail. It's a newsletter. But then we also have home update digital. Now, here's my challenge. Um, if you're going to send it digitally, you can't just fire it off and hope people open it because you're going to hit the spam folder and a lot of inboxes. And a lot of people are just going to get rid of it because they don't know what it is. The beauty of it going out in, in paper is that I look at it in my inbox. I actually open it up in my mailbox. Excuse me. I open it up and actually read it. And it's got great articles homeowner tips, tax, tip, tax tips, you know, good stuff in there. And you can brand it and you can uh, customize a section of it every single month. And it's automated. It's going out on your behalf and you're not having to do anything with it. It's set it and kind of forget it, if you will. Um, the other one is auto postcard program. So I know in Custom Express with Windermere, we have uh, the 12 month automated postcard program, which uh, combines, I think, seasonality, homeowners tips, and a few other cool concepts there uh, that you can sign up and get your uh, clients going on that. <clears throat> the other one that's great uh, is Boomerang DM, and that's a company out of Colorado. And they do a, a kind of a buy one, get one free postcard campaign that goes out and you can sign up for that and do that um, every single month. And I think that's 87 cents when they mail it for you. Um, so that's another really, really great tool. So the point here is that pick three get them turned on and get them running and, and get that going out to your clients. And then also make sure that you're getting it as well. So you know when it's going out because it becomes a conversation piece. Okay. So if we think about the trifecta, if we think about the very first category, it's automated flow. Do you have automated flow? Is it running? And here's what I'll tell you. The majority of agents, here's the problem is they want to be perfect. They want to create their own and they think that they can do it the best. And here's what I'm going to tell you. As soon as you get transactions, as soon as you get busy with business, your flow is going to come to a screeching halt because you're not going to be able to put the time and energy into making it perfect. And if it can't be perfect, then we don't do anything. And I love it. I think Nicole Mangina says imperfect action is better than perfect planning. Folks, get your automated flow running. So that's number one, right? Number two of the trifecta is what we call face-to-face, voice-to-voice, and significance. Okay, face-to-face, voice-to-voice, and significance. So what are those? Well, let's cover significance first. Handwritten notes. 
how many of you every single day, five days a week, are sending out two handwritten notes that are based in thank you, congratulations, or I was simply thinking about you. And on those notes, by the way, do you have your notes ordered? So in Custom Express, you can create your own notes, which is a great tool. You can also put your business information on the very back of your notes. So you do not have to put a business card in a note. And here's what I want to tell you about business cards and notes. If you're sending me a note that's saying, thank you, congratulations, or I was just thinking about you, and you put a business card in there, you have changed the understanding of the note. It is no longer a significant note. It is a note you're sending me with the hopes that I refer you business. And that doesn't feel good. So leave your business cards out of it, unless it's a business opportunity. If it's, if it's a business note where I met you and I don't know you that well, and you were asking me about my services and I said, it says, hey, I just want to say thank you uh, for taking the time to talk to me the other day. It was great meeting you. Like I said, here's my business information. Then that's appropriate. But what I love about on the Custom Express uh, handwritten notes is that on the very back of it, you can just unobtrusively have your contact information there with your company name, and they can clearly see that you're in real estate. So that's a significant piece. All right, what's the next one? Uh, if we break it down, your client calls. This is the voice to voice. So how many of you have on your time block schedule at least two days a week or five days a week where you're making your, your calls, your Ford calls, family, occupation, recreation, and dreams? You know, hey, I was just thinking about you. You came to my mind today. Hey, I saw that your child uh, just graduated from college. Hey, I saw that uh, your child just got the driver's license. Hey, I saw you just got a new puppy. Hey, I saw you just got engaged. Hey, I saw you just, you know, you had a baby. I mean, whatever it happens to be. And by the way, these calls are not trying to get transactions. These calls are to build rapport and relationships so that you get referral business. <clears throat> Excuse me. Okay. Next one, and this can be face-to-face -face or voice-to-voice. -voice. We recommend face-to-face, -face, but voice-to-voice -voice works or virtual. You can do these virtually. And they're your real estate reviews. So annual real estate reviews, unsolicited, if, you, if we, we call it. And what I find is this. Many agents don't build this into their process. And what do I mean by that? So when I'm working with a buyer or seller and I close the transaction, one of my conversations I have and one of my promotional pieces inside either my buyer book or my seller book is saying, by the way, I'm now your trusted real estate advisor. And one of the services I provide to you complimentary, by the way, and oh my gosh, I'm going to just get on my soapbox for a second. Can we take the word free out of our vocabulary? Quit doing things for free. Quit offering things for free. It, it, as soon as you say free, it takes all the value out of it. So I'm providing a complimentary service to you where every single year I give you the opportunity to sit down and evaluate your biggest investment in your net worth, which is your real estate holdings. And not only can we look at your primary residence, but if you have any additional residences, investment properties, second homes, we can also include those. In fact, I can put those also in my HomeBot tools. So every month you get kind of what we call a statement, if you will, on your property. And then we'll sit down once a year and do what we call a property review. <clears throat> If you're doing that and that's built into your system and your process and you're closing transactions on a monthly basis, what should you have every month? Every month, you should have clients that you're doing property reviews for. All right. And then the last one, and this is face-to-face, -face, is what is your client appreciation program? So what are you doing? What have you planned out where you're either doing a client appreciation party or you're doing a client appreciation gathering? And by the way, it doesn't have to be a big ordeal, right? We have some agents that do dinner parties. 
and they they do it over the course of, of a quarter where they're inviting different clients to dinner. They're going out to dinner. I know now with COVID, it makes it more difficult and everything going on, but uh, get creative, right? Get creative. And, um, you know, we're not always going to have these social distancing issues. I mean, at some point it's going to change. And so let's Let's be optimistic and plan for the optimistic future and let's not be doom and gloom. And oh my God, because of this, I can't do that, right? Let's, let's set planning in place. So what type of client appreciation uh, events can you have? And by the way, it doesn't have to be an event. You can do quarterly client gift giving appreciation. And I know there's a lot of agents that do that. One of the tools that does that really, really well um, is a tool called Client Giant. You can go to clientgiant.com. And you can uh, go look at their type of what they call quarterly gift giving program that they operate off of. They also do a uh, transactional gift giving or uh, what they call a surprise and delight program too. That might be something you might want to look into. Okay, so trifecta number one was automated flow. We talked about that. Trifecta number two was face-to-face, voice-to-voice and significance. We talked about those, right? Now let's talk about number three. Number three is social media. Are you on social media? Do you engage in social media? And when we think about social media, it's really different types of uh, services. So for example, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and here we come, TikTok, <laughs> okay? Uh, there's a lot of agents that are doing some great stuff on TikTok. So my point to social media is, are you there? Are you there on a consistent basis? Are you there daily or do you have a post? And so one of the things we coach to, uh, if you're coaching with whenever coaching and we, we're sitting down with you and mapping out what we call your time block schedule, one of the items in your time block schedule is what we call uh, research time, right? And in research, maybe you're reading uh, articles from Keeping Current Matters, or maybe you're reading articles from the Windermere blog, or maybe you're going to the Windermere hub and, and listening to a podcast of some kind, or you're listening to some uh, cool new thing that... Uh, <clears throat> Windermere's put out there that you can offer up to your clients. And when you're doing that, you should be thinking with your mind, with your social media mind, is any of this content that I'm reading right now to uh, get educated on, is any of this content, good content to be pushed out to my social media world? And when we think about social media, when you think about push strategy, right? Push strategy means I'm, I'm pushing content out to my, to my group or to my people or to the, the net of people that are in my social media. Um, again, is it valuable? Is it relevant? Is it educational? And then also, does it cover what I call your three Ps? And by the way, this, this came up uh, a while ago. Uh, Nicole Mangini and I used to teach a internet marketing specialist class together, and she kind of brought this up and exposed this to me the first time, and she talked about the three Ps, but they're your passion, your profession, your personality. So if I go to your Facebook page or your Instagram page or your Twitter, uh, do I see those three areas of your life? Because let's face it, if you make everything all about business, at some point it gets really boring and it's not going to resonate with me. It's not going to create curiosity. But if you have something on there about the fact that you love to go, uh, you know, skate skiing, or you love to go uh, kayaking, or you're really into boating, or you really love to 
uh, play drums or there's a certain uh, type of music you're into or you love dogs or anyway, your passion, your profession, your personality, and you do that great blend on your social media world and you do it consistently with content. So maybe one day it's a Keeping Current Matter article, but the next day it's you maybe uh, talking about your favorite ski areas and maybe the third day it's you talking about, you know, you're, uh, you're a foodie and there's three restaurants that if you were going to, as soon as COVID uh, loosens up, these are the three restaurants you're going to first visit. And that's you painting that picture. My gosh, you're going to resonate with a lot of people because, you know, a lot of people resonate with you differently based on their interest and their hobbies. And that's how we engage as human beings. So the third one is social media. And so here's what I would ask. How many of you have a mapped out or carved out time each day to just look at simple sites? And I'll repeat them. Keeping Current Matters. Great site. I'll even put a link in the show notes for Keeping Current Matters. The Windermere blog, we put a lot of content there. Uh, the Windermere hub, there's a lot of good content there. Uh, heck, you can go to Inman. Inman's got a, a great uh, article. Uh, I, there's a great blog that I love. It's called lifehack.org. Uh, they always have phenomenal articles that are all about you know positivity and optimism and uh, brain health and exercise. I mean, people love to see that kind of stuff. Um, so different types of things you can do. There's a lot of great podcasts that you can share out on social media. If you love them, I, I know the other day I was listening to on purpose by Jay Shetty. I love, uh, a bit of optimism by Simon Sinek. Um, there's just all kinds of great content out there today that you could very easily, if you carved out time once a day to say, Hey, this is my 20 minutes to post my content, uh, to my social media. And there's tools to help you do that, by the way. So Windermere has the tool inside Custom Express called Social HQ. It helps you with that. Uh, Hootsuite is another tool that can help you with those postings. Uh, we do have some agents that they hire a social media person. So they have actually on their team, somebody who is responsible for doing that type of content and getting it pushed out on their social media. It's going to be up to you and works for you, but I will tell you, um, there's a incredible percentage of your of your client eyeballs that live in the social media world and if you're not there right and what do we know the stats say the average person knows 12 real estate agents if you're not there i guarantee one of the other 11 agents are going to be there and at some point that box that i talked about early on in this podcast through social media you can own that box in fact there's agents sometimes because of my scope of where i work and what i do i'll give you an example <clears throat> um you know, I teach outside the Windermere Network too. And, uh, you know, if I'm in another part of the country and I engage in Ninja and there's an agent there that befriends me and then all of a sudden we get connected on social media and they do a great job of social media. And somebody says, hey, do you know an agent in this area? Because I don't work there. I'm not from there. Guess what? They can own that box in my head very quickly if they're giving good quality content on a regular basis inside social media. And I refer them because their name comes to my re uh, readily accessible memory very quickly because of my consistency of exposure to their value added content. Because this is not complex, but we tend to make it complex because we don't take time to learn. We don't take time to understand the resources that are at our disposal so that we can get better. So my point to all of you is that you have phenomenal resources that are built in at your fingertips inside the window world that we've created for you. But how many of you have carved out time in 2022 to go learn more, to get more educated on the tools you have to enhance your quality of flow, remember your frequency of interaction under the trifectas, and let's go back and review. Number one of the trifecta is automated flow. Number two is face-to-face, voice-to-voice, and significance. 
And number three is social media. So I kind of boil that down for all of you. If you have specific questions, feel free to reach out, uh, fanning at winnermer.com. Um, if you'd like to get more involved and have somebody help you and keep you accountable to this, we can do this through Winnermer Coaching. It's a tool that we, uh, that we help a lot of agents to get better at what they do so they can build more work-life balance and live the life they want to live. So hopefully you found this helpful. Again, I want to thank all of you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Um, we, we want to make sure we're hitting the mark. So please feel free to share this out, to give us a rating, if you will. And we'll always in these podcasts, like we always do, by simply saying, be awesome, help somebody, and make it a great day. Well, we hope you enjoyed our podcast. We want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen. If you found it useful or helpful, please feel free to share it and also give us a rating. Also, if you think that Windermere Coaching might be right for you, please feel free to just look us up at windermerecoaching.com. And we'll end by saying this, be awesome and help someone. Make it a great day.